What's up, listeners? Thanks for tuning in to All Things Boston. It is September 30th, a Wednesday, fall day. We're all here chilling. You know, we got the debate hangover to talk about. We got playoff baseball to talk about. We got Pat's game I haven't touched yet and NFL Sunday stuff. So we'll dive right into it. I'll get this out of the way because everyone on the radio is talking about it. I just don't want to spend a lot of time with it. I'm going to say this right now. That fucking debate was an absolute shit show. I've never seen such grown men act like children. I obviously, as you can tell, I lean a little right in my politics and Trump just wasn't doing himself any favors. He wouldn't let Joe speak, which is what you're supposed to do because he will end up saying some stupid shit and end up making himself look bad but instead he just kept talking over him so every time he said something weird trump would just keep talking and i don't know about you but i had a fucking headache after that i could not just sit there i I feel bad for anyone that had to sit there and deal with that shit but you know it was um it is what it is it's the first you know debate they'll get some coaching hopefully bill belichick will call trump and be like dude You know, your whole game scheme was just not there. You need to be more on the defense than the offense. Um, And with Joe Biden, he didn't land a lot of punches that he was supposed to land. You know, the whole tax thing, he said it, but then like got muffled and didn't really land. Nothing really landed. It was just a, it was just mudslinging, which is typical for most political debates. But this one was by far the most, I would say, trashiest of all. And no one could talk. It's like the only thing you're getting from this is like Trump told the Proud Boys to stand down and wait up or whatever, stand back and whatever. Or you had Joe Biden tell him to shut up, man. That was about it. I, I, I don't know what else to say about that. I'm very disappointed. My expectations were set way too high and it just did not deliver at all. And like I said, I think I still have a headache from this mind you i decided to get rid of coffee out of my life for at least a month um i'm doing another uh sober october with mixed with a little uh no coffee october and i already have a headache so it could be that too i had some crazy ass dreams last night they were just so damn vivid i like i got this like mean beard growing right now and like it was like a pool of like drool was in my beard it was disgusting and i know that's too much information but um, that's what happens when you like get withdrawals. I feel like with anything, I feel like your dreams end up being these crazy art noir dreams that like are borderline nightmares. And it's kind of fucked up that, you know, we never look at coffee as this crazy drug, but for me to have these withdrawals, there's gotta be some sort of shit in there for me to feel that way, you know? And I, that's why I kind of want to quit. I don't want I don't want anything that if I don't have for a couple days, I start hurting over it. That's just not the kind of shit I want to do. I don't know. I mean, you don't get, I mean, granted, if you don't have water, yeah, you get dehydrated. But, you know, we're not talking about water here. We're talking about coffee and its effects on your anxiety, which I don't really have bad anxiety. I conquered my anxiety a long time ago. Obviously, it will come in waves sometimes, but... Um, it's not really that, but yes, if that's something that enhances it, I don't want to have something that enhances my anxiety. So I switched to tea. I'm drinking green tea. I, um, I'm going to buy those like big iced tea packets. Yesterday I had just tea and I smoked a joint and I was like really relaxed, 
really chill and I couldn't, you know, have any energy to do this pod because it just sounded like I was stoned the whole time. But I guess that's what tea does. It gives you a little more relaxed with energy, but not as bad as coffee does where you feel like you're, uh, you know, high on cocaine or something. Not like I would know, but it's been definitely a wild uh, day one. But such as anything you quit that you, you kind of like use a lot, it's going to fuck you up. And I'm part of this group on Reddit and it's called Decaf. And these people are just getting rid of caffeine. I don't per se want to get rid of caffeine, but I yes, would I like to down my dosage in caffeine? Yeah, I'd rather get high on natural shit. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to always have a coffee to make myself awake because from what I hear, it actually does the opposite. And then you're, you're just trying to get back to the middle and then you crash. So, you know, that's my new uh, fucking holistic thing I'm doing. Still not drinking. That's been amazing. Um, but now it's time to see if, if coffee can get out. Like I said, I had an easier time quitting alcohol. Like all I had to do was just like not drink or um, not, you know, whatever. With coffee, I said on Monday, all right, that's it. I'm going to stop today and guess what i made two shots of espresso and i was like shit so after those espressos i decided in the afternoon that was it i'm gonna try to quit it we'll see how that goes and we'll see how the energy of this podcast is because a lot of my podcast ran on my cold brew drip and you know i don't know we'll see maybe it'll be a little more relaxed maybe a little more laid back we'll go from there but anyways um, we'll, we'll, we'll work our way even more back. We'll talk about Sunday football, um, another great week of games. Unfortunately, with the whole coronavirus outbreak, it's really fucking everything up. I'm hoping that it's limited. Like I said, with these rapid tests, you can just scan everybody. And within 15 minutes, if everyone's clear, come on in. And then maybe everyone's got to be in a bubble that I don't know. But you can't cancel football. You need to keep this going. Of course, baseball had their first hiccup. They'll find out what the fuck happened. They'll eliminate that. So, you know, if it's some sort of team rule that someone broke, we'll find out. They'll just do their um, forensic investigation of how this outbreak became. But you can't stop football. The season's been great. I mean, Patrick Mahomes on Monday night was absolutely electric. I will steal a take from Clay Travis. He is definitely the Michael Jordan of his time right now in terms of quarterback. And it's just hands down true. That's the thing. Jordan was just so ahead of everybody that... Even the Reggie Millers of the world, you know, played the fucking tambourine. With Patrick Mahomes, for his generation, yeah, you don't have that um, Peyton Manning to Tom Brady. And just watching him play, the way he moves his hips just to switch to throw the ball, it's just insane. The guy is just extremely talented. I hope he stays healthy. He's great for the league. And we'll see. I think Joe Burrow is very entertaining, but he's fucked. It just sucks when you're that good. You get drafted to a team that's just literally a trap. And the Bengals are going to end up getting him killed because they can't block for shit. And the poor guy is just getting his ass kicked day in, day out. And, you know, it just sucks. It sucks you get rewarded for being, you get disciplined for being good. And, you know, that's kind of what Joe Burrow is going through now. But hopefully he'll get better linemen and some receivers behind him. And having him on that team will make a, a, a drafted uh, college kid want to play because you do have the most exciting up and coming quarterback in the league right now. Um, and, and that's really where I'm at. So to, to touch on the Pats, holy shit, that game was, um, incredible. 
and I can only say that um, it was an incredible ending. I had an issue during that game in the first half, like everyone else did. It was just a really you gotta admit though, like the Raiders are definitely the real deal. They're gonna give us some they're gonna they're gonna potentially be a playoff team if 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 all goes well for them. And that'll be a game that they'll learn from. But it wasn't that convincing until the second half where the run game just exploded. You had your you, and that's the thing about Belichick. It's not just one guy who's gonna carry your team. You got you got this dude, um, you know, Sony Michelle, you got Rex Burkhead. One, one day they're no names and giving you two points on fantasy, and then the next time I'm giving you fucking 25. And that's what happened on my bench with Sony Michelle. So, credit to Belichick again. You know, everyone thought, I got friends in my group and some close friends of mine that predicts the Pats to go 8 and 8. I don't think that's happening now. I mean, after you get through this tough schedule with the Chiefs, the Ravens, I mean, you, and the Bills, I guess, you're smooth sailing. You got a lot of potentially winnable games that could absolutely push you to the playoffs and they're a hard team to coach and play against you don't know where this is going to go if cam starts finding his stride hitting his receivers then we're really talking about getting things going and they will work on that in the practice so that's the problem now if you have if you have if you're worried about cam always running the ball then you're not focused on a dump pass from burkhead or you know and if sony michelle can run like his counterpart nick chubb yeah, you, you got yourself a dangerous, dangerous football team that you're dealing with. So I pardon my congestion on this podcast, I'm a little, little congested, but it's exciting to see the Patriots still playing. And again, credit where credit's due. Bill Belichick, you are the fucking man. Okay. And then my second thing about NFL football is Josh Allen is the real deal as well. He's, he might not be Mahomes level yet, but the guy is um real right now in terms of what he's been doing for the bills and they're gonna be a contender it's i'm happy for it let, let let's have some actual games all season let's have some real i just love seeing the jets get their head kicked in and then besides that you know josh allen i give you credit if you got josh allen this year and some receivers from seattle on fantasy you're fucking straight so that was a great sunday um and then we'll touch on the Red Sox, they're done. Put a fucking fork in it. Fired Ron Renneke. Thank God. I'm over it. Move on. We're on to 2021. Like everyone else's mentality right now. But I will say there was some really good playoff baseball yesterday. The Twins game against the Astros. The Twins blew it again. Um, another good game. Ended in the ninth inning. Um, you got the... Giolito is an absolute monster on the pitcher's mound. The guy was just wheeling and dealing, had a perfect game going to the sixth inning and then gave up a, a shitty little, you know, grounder up the middle, and that was it. But this kid's young, and he just came out of nowhere as a stud for this um, for for the White Sox, which you never hear the White Sox. And what sucks is... You got a lot of Red Sox uh, from the Chris Sale trade that are on that team, like Moncada, and that's another guy who I would love to have back on our team. But I'm rooting for the White Sox. As much as the A's are an exciting team, um, losing Chapman is going to be a problem for them. And you saw that with Giolito just absolutely embarrassing them. They couldn't even get a hit. So 
I, I saw Giolito say that he preps mentally for his games by playing MLB The Show on PlayStation, which is what I play. And it's true. He's he's great in that game. And I, whatever. It's kind of nerdy, but it was a cool thing to say. And then my last take would be the Yankees game. I thought the Yankees would lose. But then again, the Yankees are the Yankees. And I, I hate to fucking say it, but they look good. And you got, you know, everybody hitting. I think they won 12 to 5 or 12 to 4 or 12, something like that. And that's not good for anyone else that's trying to win a uh, World Series this year. Um, Garrett Cole looked outstanding and they beat the shit out of Shane Bieber, who is one of the best pitchers in the league. So, again, it's great to see playoff baseball. It's just different, you know, having games that are elimination games and. It's just such a different type of baseball. It's like the NBA in the fourth quarter. It's a whole different game, and people just actually give a shit. So that's um, exciting. If you are a baseball fan or just like situational sports, you got to watch some of this playoff baseball. It is just amazing right now, and regardless of no fans. And it sucks because then again, you know, bases loaded for the Twins, uh, two outs with a loud crowd against the Astros you would see the twins have the advantage but there's no fans and that is how michael brantley hit a freaking single bases loaded single to get two runs in and change the whole game so you know what are you gonna do um that's it's just game one we'll see what happens i i hope the twins can hang in there they have the longest losing streak in playoffs baseball sports uh they took over the red Sox. i guess the red Sox just sucked from the 80s to the 90s but this time the twins are the absolute dogs of the playoffs i hope they get one win but you know with maeda um getting that loss he's their best pitcher and doesn't look good so it's a three-game series they got <laughs> so all these games are you know must win with these wild card games so we'll see what happens and then um the celtics you know i i was glad that they pulled off that game four uh game five i knew they had it in it um had it in them but um you know, it just fucking sucked. Like, it, that that game was just the worst. They just could not close it out. When they're up 15, they're the best, they were the best team in the NBA. But when they're up four, they're the worst team in the NBA. And Gordon Hayward, they, he just wasn't ready, but we needed him. So I'm not going to blame Brad for bringing him in the game. But, man, that was just a really shitty game for us to lose. And then they, the wheels just fell off at the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. Holy smokes. And I don't know what else to say about that. That's, you know, everyone else, it's, it's been a few games. You know, the body's not, you know, still warm. But, you know, everybody can, I hope, agree with me that they blew this series against a young team. Um, and they just, they, the team, it was just weird. They weren't playing Celtics basketball like they were in... I, I, I don't know. Maybe that uh, Toronto game really kicked the shit out of them. That maybe that you know that 0.5 second game-winning buzzer beater um, was the decider for this run. I mean, they were gonna go up three nothing, and then they ended up having to play seven games against Toronto. That's gonna fucking do something to you. So that is what it is um, about it. I think I'm gonna keep this short and sweet. Uh, I hope everyone has a good week hope everyone stays out of trouble i hopefully do a pod by the end of uh this week as well talk to you soon be safe peace